Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining us again today. We're continuing to talk about relationships. We've done several episodes on different aspects of relationships, and today we're going to talk specifically about friendship. And still to come will be marriage and parenting. So there's still a few more that we're going to cover in this focus on relationship. But today, friendship. And boy, I can't wait to talk to you about that and open with just kind of a a shocking story that I think we all need to just kind of dwell on and consider in our lives today. But before we jump in, as always, I just want to talk with you about a few things that are coming up and happening. One big thing is that I've been asked to be one of uh, 20 different leaders in America, faith leaders, to pray on the National Day of Prayer, which is Thursday, May 5th. And for those of you that are listening to this podcast on Pray.com, it will be on, the broadcast will be on Pray.com at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 o'clock Pacific on Thursday, May the 5th. But for those of you that listen or are watching TV and you want to see it, it will be on the Daystar Network. The Daystar Television Network will carry this National Day Prayer broadcast, 8 o'clock, again, Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Faith Radio will be carrying it on the radio side of things. So you've got the internet with Pray.com, got television with Daystar You've got radio with Faith Radio, so lots of different ways to be able to take part in this really powerful event where we unify over prayer and praying for our country. It should be really a a fantastic event. This is the first time, this is the 71st National Day of Prayer Observance which is you know pretty amazing this is i believe like the 40th time there's been a public observance of it and this is the first time there's been a broadcast so i'm excited to and honored to be part of that group of 20 leaders that will be praying and participating in this broadcast so you can listen or watch it internet radio or tv and i hope that you'll do that that's thursday may the 5th eight o'clock eastern five o'clock Pacific time. All right. So that's an exciting event that's coming up. I think it has great potential in so many ways. I just want to continue to uh, remind you my new book. This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. I've been getting more and more um, comments from people, feedback from people, really positive things. Uh, I just heard from somebody who just finished doing 100. They would have it's just been 100 days or so the book's been out and they finished the 100 days uh, finished the book doing one each day and i've heard from other people asking uh for bulk copies how can they get multiple copies which by the way if you'd like to do that you can contact high impact living go to just go to rickmcdaniel.com and and send us a message we'll get it to to uh the right folks and uh, you can we can send you out or can high impact living ministry that I lead can send you out bulk copies. And by the way, there's always a discount when you buy in bulk, right? So that applies to the book as well. So that's been great to hear from different folks and and how much it's means to them. And I just got uh, another message this morning before I started recording here 
about uh, how much the book has just created conversations amongst friends who are reading it together. So love for you to get it and get it on Amazon. This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith, 100 readings, devotions, meditations. You can read one each and every day. And I'm excited about how many people it's helping. Obviously, when you write a book, you know, your whole dream is that it will, in fact, be a book that people like, that they enjoy, that they want to read. So really excited that folks are enjoying it and want to read it and would love for you to read it, too. If you have read it, love for, you know, five star rating, a review would be fantastic. Appreciate that very much if you're. Uh, willing to do that take a few moments that really helps other people people are always interested in just like the things I'm talking about these responses that I'm getting from people just to read about it understand how it can help them so if you're up for it really would appreciate you taking a moment to do that all right let's jump in today talking about the value of friendships and and why they're so important and why need we need to invest in them and i came across this article actually my hometown newspaper the hartford current uh was uh republished i didn't read it in the current because i live in virginia now but that's where i grew up in hartford connecticut so it caught my attention but that's not the only thing that caught my attention that there's a an organization called wingwomen.com and a wing woman is the female version of a wing man uh, a sidekick who you know helps his best buddy to uh, meet women and this is actually something that exists wing women takes the place of of guy friends who've gotten married or are now in serious relationships they provide a woman instead of the old wing man who used to be your college buddy, your old drinking buddy, when you need someone else to be by your side. Sounds like rent a friend. And, you know, that's pretty much what it is by hiring someone to perform the roles or services that traditionally have been the responsibility of friends. It's a growing trend. Need someone to take you to the airport, drive you home from uh, a, a night out you know there's services for that sure they're called uber and lyft aren't these the things that friends used to do for free isn't this the domain of what it means to be a buddy or or a girlfriend not anymore when people were in need they called on one of their friends now it's 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 more of a of a luxury and that's just what the article said it's kind of heartbreaking to me you know, you just couldn't survive in this country without good friends and neighbors. But today there are services. So friends are, you know, are are not needed. But really, it's not that they're not needed. It's that we don't have the kind of relationships that we can call on people. So think of the things you've asked your friends to do, you know, like help you move come get you when your your car breaks down, watch your kids for you, check in on your elderly parents, feed your pets and water your plants while you're away, maybe bring you a meal or groceries when you're sick. These are all now services that you can pay for. But I've never paid for any of these things and I don't want to. That's the whole benefit of having friends is that you're there for each other and you don't need to hire someone to do it. You know, how did we get here? 
So here's what one person said in the article. It's not that we become more busy. It's we become more self-absorbed. Earlier times, people would drop everything to help someone. They wouldn't say, you know, I can do that next week. They put their own needs aside and make themselves available to their friends. It's it's selfishness that sadly has become more part of our daily lives. I don't think we expect as much out of our friends today. Wow. That's tough. That's tough to hear. And um, I'm going to do my best here today to encourage you to not allow that to be true in your life. I love this quote by Ethel Watts Mumford. God gives us relatives. We can choose our friends. Can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. And by the way, uh, a study was done about friendship, and it said that the following benefits of having close friends. It helps you to not get depressed. It boosts your immune system. It lowers your cholesterol. And it helps you to survive breakups. And that's some powerful stuff, both in the physical and the emotional or mental aspect of life. Having friends. No surprise here, I don't think. I hope it's not a surprise. This is what friends are for. This is what why we should, should have good friendships, good relationships. Really, really important. Too many people in another survey said they don't feel like they're giving their friendships the time and effort they deserve. Well, let's do something about that then. Instead of just saying, oh, this is the way it is. used to be like this and friends helped out. Now we hire people to do it. How about we become those friends? We have somewhere, this is shocking, but just listen to this and really ponder it at some point. We have somewhere between 500 and 2,000 acquaintances people that we know in some way. We have somewhere between 20 and 100 core friends and somewhere between one and seven best friends. That's kind of how it breaks down. So we're not talking about the acquaintances. We're really talking about the core friends and certainly the best friends, people that you have that kind of relationship with. And I just want to say something to guys, too, because time and time again, this comes up that men, as they get older, have less and less friends. So we start out with a lot of friends and playing ball together and doing things together and school and college. And it's a lot of friendships. And then as time goes on, women continue those friendships much more than men. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. We, we need friends. Men and women need their same sex friends. They need men need male friends and women need female friends. They need someone of the same gender as them who they can talk to and be friends with. And there's nothing like long-term friendships. I have those in my life and they're so, so valuable to to have people that know you and have known you for a long, long, long time. And of course, you know, hey, it's always great to have new friends too. So that's the thing is you should always be like making new friends. Like what's the... What's the newest friend that you've made? And again, I'm not talking about acquaintances now. I'm talking that that's in your core friend or even best friend category. 
I've, I've uh, developed a new friendship over about the last year and a half that is kind of the newest one that I have developed. And, and it's just been it's been really great. And I was able to help help this uh, person out recently with something. They, they definitely have helped me out with some things. And so it's just great to have new friends as well as friends that you've known for years and years and years in years, changing of jobs impacts friendships because a lot of times our, our friendships are work friendships and then we leave the job. And so do, do we have to lose the friendship? No. Guy that worked with me for, for 15 years uh, when I was uh, leading my church was what we call executive pastor. So like a right hand guy. And uh, ever since that, I stopped uh, pastoring to do this full-time speaking and writing. Uh, we've continued to meet together, have lunch together, and continue our friendship because the friendship shouldn't end. Now, sure, we don't see each other every day like we used to, but we can still carry on a friendship for sure. So it's so important to invest in our friendships, to, to make them important to us and, and valuable to us so uh, let me give you some ways I think that you can be a, a good friend to someone else. First of all, just be available. It's so easy to take our friends for granted and then our friendships really suffer from busyness or neglect. You have to develop a friendship and you have to be available for that person that's that's the essence of friendship. You know, you just can't talk to someone once a month and hang out with them, you know, once a month. And that that's going to do it. You know, now, again, at certain levels of friendship, that may be fine. But, you know, you've got to have some core people in your life that you can spend time with. You've got to plan the time, you know, you, you just have to plan it. Let's get together, you know, put it on the calendar. That's how these things happen. Sometimes when I, um, you know, we'll talk with someone about getting together socially. I mean, I'll be like, hey, listen, it's going to take a little while to be able to do this, but let's get it on the calendar because if we don't, then it just doesn't happen. I mean, that's how it works. Like get stuff down, get it planned. Maybe go on go on a, a trip together or, or, you know, Saturday or weekend or, you know, I don't know, what it, whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do, but you've got to plan these things or they or they don't happen. Now, look, you can have those spur of the moment things. Those are great. But that generally as life gets more busy and complicated and there's more responsibilities then you really have to set up specific times to, to get together or have some type of regular activity that you're going to do. Like, you know, we're going to go golfing, you know, every other Saturday or, or you know, we're, we're, we're going to get together um, and go to the movies this Friday. You know, you got to have something that you can set up and, and sometimes regular things are better, you know, just because you just know, hey, 
every other Friday night, you know, or the first Friday of the month or, or whatever it is, this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to go. You got, you know, just have to stay in touch. You got to know what's going on in each other's lives. I mean, things can't just pass by and, you know, you're not aware of what's happening or you, you know, you get kind of shocked with the, the news or the information. So you just have to really invest, you know, make the time because it's, it's important. It's so valuable to have good friends. I mean, friendship is the essence of life. It's it's what makes life special is sharing it with other people. Time and time again, you know, you'll read or hear about people that make these changes in their lives and you'll hear them say, you know, I want to spend more time with my family. I want to spend more time with my friends. I want to be able to do these things. My life has become too busy or too, too complicated or too complex. And I'm, I'm not able to do the things that I want to do. I'm uh, consumed by my responsibilities and I'm not really enjoying life or, you know, happy about life. And then, you know, we have this idea, well, you know, someday, you know, um, and someday is just a code word. We know that for no day. It's like not going to happen. It's just, oh, someday and someday never, never becomes a day. And this idea that we'll get there. And then, you know, when you get there, who's left, who's there with you? Because you haven't nurtured these relationships and cared for them. So there's just such value in friendships and relationships and to not take advantage of it is just really a mistake and it's something like listening to this podcast today that's like a wake-up call like if it's resonating with you because you know man I really need to do this I need to really reinvest gotta be there for people in the good times and the bad and by the way both you know my years uh uh, pastoring a church, one thing that always concerned me and bothered me really was it seemed like when people were going through something bad, people would rally, which is great. But when they were going through something good, going through experiencing, not the same response. And, you know, we need to um, share people's sufferings and help them but rejoice with them when they rejoice you know mourn with them the bible puts it this way mourn when the mourn with them when they mourn in other words when people are sad and and they're going through tough times we need to be there with them but then rejoice with them when they rejoice like just be able to cheer people on when they get their promotion you know when when they get the big deal when they get the big break we need to be able to be there for people just like that and understand that in good times and bad times, that's what friendship is all about. So just be available, be someone that's available, because if you keep saying no, then people stop calling, stop connecting. It just ends. And that, that's not that's not good. That's not healthy for you. Understand, you know, just the value. There was a a horse pull in Canada. You know, just kind of a wild thing that I read, but just listen to this. So one horse pulled 9,000 pounds and then another horse was able to pull 8,000 pounds. So 
if you were able to put those two together, it'd be 17,000 pounds, right? So they put the two horses together that had pulled the most weight. And when they yoked them together, guess how much they pulled? 30,000 pounds. Well, 9,000 and 8,000 is not 30,000. No, in science, you call that synergy, right? Simultaneous action of separate agents working together has a greater total effect than the sum of their individual efforts. I mean, this is, so that's science, right? Synergy. Then here's, here's what the Bible would say. Two are better than one. Two are better than one. Yeah, two are better than one. And there you go. That's what can happen. And it isn't just the two are better than one that two can pull more than nine or 8,000 or even 17,000. It's that two can really, really, really do a job. When people are connected, when you team up, tasks become easier. Burdens are lighter. So it's just crucial to have those kinds of friendships. All right, here's the second. Be supportive. Good friends are cooperative, not competitive. Supportive, not controlling. So there's competition in this world. I love to compete. I I enjoy it. But you don't compete with your friends. You cooperate with your friends. You compete with other people. Friends are supportive, not controlling. You're there to support, not, you know, run somebody's life but support people as they try to run their life. You know, we, we don't expect perfection from people. You know, last week we talked about loving hard to love people. And, you know, we're, perfection is not in this world. So, you know, don't hold the people against it when they, you know, kind of fall short of perfection because we all do. So we have a little bit of a grace toward one another and supportive of each other. And when, you know, when, things don't go as we hope or as we plan, uh, we're there. We're there to support. And support is just enormously important. You know, friends ask for help when they need it. And they offer assistance when they're asked. So what's the great thing about having friends? You can ask for help. Instead of trying to do it all on your own, Two are better than one. Ask for someone's assistance and someone's help. Oh, I don't want to bother people. Well, what's the point of friendship? I mean, this, and then the only other thing there would be, well, I don't want to ask something because what we're, we're not good enough friends or we haven't, yeah, now we're back to the availability. Like invest in the friendship so that you don't feel awkward asking for help and assistance. You, you, you feel perfectly comfortable with doing it. Because you're good friends. And so then when you need something, you can ask for it. You know, share your goals, share your dreams, share your struggles. It's beautiful to have somebody to be able to do that with. You know, I I, I just think it's, again, it's kind of a sad commentary that, you know, more and more people are going to say counseling or therapy. Be Really, hear me out now, because I believe in all this stuff. I've supported it for years. But in some cases, they're going really just because they could be talking to a friend about these things. Their, their need is not for any sort of psychoanalysis uh, or psychotherapy. They, 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 they don't have psychoses and neuroses necessarily. They just need a listening ear. They need a friend. They need some friendly advice, which is exactly what friendship is all about. 
friendly advice, advice from a friend. So we're paying for all these other services we talked about earlier, and now we're paying to have a listening ear when we could just have a a buddy or a girlfriend, and that's all you need. So be there for each other. Of course, that requires confidentiality, you know, trust. You got to trust each other. Going to keep things between the two of you. Very important. But man, what a what a benefit is to have somebody like that in your life because friendships grow through communication. I mean, self-disclosure, active listening. This is how this is how it happens. This is this is how you grow it and develop. And man, I mean, it's 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 such a difference. I was reading about this uh, group of nine people that wanted to uh, hike Mount Rainier. Just listen to this group. One of the climbers had an artificial leg. Another was epileptic. Okay. Two of them were deaf and five of them were blind. So you have nine people all with some type of disability, epileptic, limb, blindness, deafness. So how are they going to climb over 14,000 foot mountain and get back down again? And guess what? They did it. And when they asked one of the climbers, they said, you know, how did you do it? They said, well, we, we just helped each other. We just helped each other. Those with sight helped those that were blind. Those with two good legs helped the person that had an artificial leg. The person that was epileptic was assisted by those who didn't have epilepsy. The two people that were deaf were helped by those who could hear. I mean, this is this is it. This is what partnership, teamwork, friendship, call it what you want. It's what it looks like. Here's another. Be dedicated. Dedication is what keeps friendships alive and well. I mean, you just have got to be dedicated. You know, you just that's how how relationships always fall apart when there's a lack of commitment and dedication. It takes personal sacrifice, selfless devotion and true commitment to be a good friend. Let's just break it down here. Personal sacrifice. Yes, sometimes, you know, to be a good friend means that you have to sacrifice what you want for what your friend needs. Selfless devotion. So, yeah, help me move. Who wants to? No one likes to do that. We all know that. We all know that. No one wants to to, to help in something as miserable as moving, but this is what it looks like to just be selfless and say, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you move. I'm going to be that person. And uh, in my younger years, I was, uh, you know, because I was this big muscle, strong guy, football guy, you know, people were always like, let's get Rick for the heavy stuff, you know, like, okay, but hey, I could lift it. So that's what you're there for. True commitment. You don't just bail, you know, when you have disagreements. We're always going to have disagreements, you know, two people can't agree all the time. But those disagreements don't have to result in breaking up a friendship. So commitment is what keeps it together. And that's what make it, makes a friendship really last, makes a, a friendship really work. So it's it's just vital to be able to do that. You know, be the friend that your friend can count on. 
Like be that person. Like you're the name they think of. Like, I know I can count on Rick. I know I can count on Sue. I know I can count on George. I know I can count on Kathy. I know I can count on that person. That person will be the person. Be the friend where, you know, that 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 people don't have to think, oh, I better, I better really measure my words, you know, I better really weigh my thoughts. You know, there's I've lived my life in the public realm, and let me tell you, in public speaking, I mean, you got to weigh your words, and you know, it's 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 part of the deal. I understand that, but gosh, you know, if you can't be yourself around your friends, then they're not your friends. You know, you ought to be able to, you know, just be able to have a little, little more uh, looseness and and know that you know people understand you. They know where you're coming from. They know if you make a joke, you're not, you know, you're not being mean or you don't have some sort of animus or prejudice. You just you're just cracking a joke, and people understand that. Dedication is is really like thousands of little commitments. You know, you never even really think about. But you make those commitments over and over time and time again. And, and then, you know, that's how you build it. I mean, that's how you that's how you weave it together into something really strong and powerful. And then, man, I'll tell you what, then you can have these great experiences with your friends or really enjoy things. And you can tell all your great stories and laugh. You know, that's the just so much fun to just go back some time and just laugh about all this stuff you did together and crazy situations and and then you know when when you really need someone to step up for you you know they're there for you and and uh you know you can count on them when you're in a tough spot man that's really valuable there's such great value in friendships if you're not investing in them the way that you should i hope today's been encouragement to you to say yeah I'm going to invest more in my friendships. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.